Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having a fantastic Thursday, wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. We got a lot to get to, and I got to be fast because uh, we were on an hour early today for Fox Bet Live. The U.S. Open is underway, and as I am sitting down to begin this show, I will give you the absolute latest leaderboard. Uh, and we have got Brooks Kepka tire tied with P. Rogers. I'm not sure who P. Rogers is. I'm going to be honest with you. Patrick Rogers? That feels like a Patrick to me. I'm not an expert in golf. Uh, so we got two at minus four. Uh, Xander Shuffley is at minus three um, in the big name universe out there as the first rounds are coming down the stretch run here or soon to be closed. Justin Thomas is even. I'm going to give you some of the names that you probably will recognize if you are a casual fan Uh, and it has not been a good day for Phil Mickelson. He is at plus 2 through 10. Billy Horschel plus 2. Tony Finau plus 2. Anyway, there is uh, where we are. The worst round of the day being posted by J.J. Spawn who is at plus 7 through 13 holes so far. So there you have it. Still... A lot of guys that have not hit the course at all but it looks like Brooks Kepka at minus 4 is going to be among the leaders before all is said and done. Uh, I took Kepka. How do you ever bet against Kepka based on how he's done in the past several years in the majors? Always seems like there's value on him so I hope you also hopped on there. We got a lot to dive into and catch up with but I want to say right off the top All of this ridiculous COVID protocol I went off on this yesterday Chris Paul's already been vaccinated he tested positive why do we still have COVID protocol in sports now? If you want to get the vaccine you can go get the vaccine I told you guys earlier this week I'm not going to get the vaccine because I have already tested positive for COVID antibodies so I already had COVID I've got antibodies right now I got tested at the Kroger Uh, this week to see whether I still had antibodies. I had one day in the past year and a half where I had a fever. I'm assuming that's the day that I had COVID. Didn't feel good for one day back in November. Maybe I got it didn't have any symptom at all. I don't know but I've already had COVID. So I'm not going to go get a vaccine because I've already got COVID antibodies. Uh, Why does the NFL care? By the fall COVID is going to be almost non-existent in the country based on the trend lines right now. And if you want to get vaccinated go get vaccinated. I've said this for a long time if you're over the age of 65 or if you have health related conditions I think you should go get vaccinated because you are at a more substantial risk than the vast majority of the population. I'm not a super young guy. I'm middle aged 42 about the average age of a person in America today I saw where over half of the American population was born after 1981 now. By the way that's probably one reason why we're going to have inflation because nobody remembers inflation uh, in the vast majority of the country. But look, if you are of the opinion that you need to go out and get a COVID vaccine I would encourage you to do so. If you've already had a COVID antibody test like I have and you already have COVID that's fine too. If you don't want to get a vaccine at all because you're a teenager or because you're in your 20s or because you're in great shape because you're a professional athlete you don't need to do it. And I think all of this is cosmetic theater now. There is no basis in fact whatsoever in terms of risk to require NFL teams to get COVID. And let me just give you an example. Years ago I asked the question hey 
What's going on that NFL teams always end up getting flu shots? Uh, Sorry, end up having flu outbreaks. I said, does everybody in the NFL not get a flu shot? And I remember several different coaches telling me, oh no, you can't mandate that people get the flu shot. You can make it available. You can encourage them to do it. You can tell them that in a locker room setting if one person gets the flu it's likely to move through a position group and you want to avoid that. But they never mandated that everybody get the flu shot. Well, the flu is more dangerous statistically to people that are college age or younger and to many uh, NFL players who are in fantastic shape and tend to be in their early 20s they're under more significant danger from the flu very often athletes are than they are from COVID. And yet there's never been a flu protocol in place. In fact, guys tended to play with the flu. Remember, Michael Jordan is famous whether or not it's fair or foul for what became classified as the flu game against the Utah Jazz. So why does the NFL need a COVID protocol now? There is absolutely no reason for any league and I would say that for the SEC, ACC, Big 12, Pac-12, Big 10 at least those are college kids on campus but even the universities aren't going to have a consistent policy across all of these different universities as it pertains to COVID. This is all cosmetic theater. There is no reason for any masks anywhere. Shouldn't be masks on airplanes now. Shouldn't be masks on Amtrak or public transportation or anything else. Every state effectively is open back up in the United States. There is virtually no COVID positivity that is coming out and what is happening is all the people who wanted to get the vaccine plus all the people like me who have already had COVID and already have antibodies have created to a large extent herd immunity. And so if that's happening in the larger uh, United States and it's certainly happening in the smaller rooms of the NFL this is nonsensical. There is no reason for any COVID protocol to exist in the NFL in the upcoming season at all. It shouldn't. Uh, Did you guys see the news about the voting rights bill? Uh, There's all the talk about Joe Manchin because he said he wouldn't support the existing voting rights bill the Democrats are trying to pass and he came out with his own provision of details somewhere in between what Republicans and Democrats want a moderate voting rights bill to the extent that we need any voting rights bill at all I'm not sure but I thought it was interesting Stacey Abrams came out in support of West Virginia Senator uh, Joe Manchin's policy uh, that he came out with in terms of voting rights and what's interesting is when you actually compare what Joe Manchin is in favor of with the bill that was passed by Georgia it's nearly identical in many of its respects and so Stacey Abrams opposed the Georgia bill called it Jim Crow 2.0 cost the Atlanta Braves the Major League Baseball All-Star game and now has come out and endorsed Joe Manchin's version of the voting rights bill. Well, why were you not in favor of the Georgia voting rights bill in the first place, Stacey Abrams? A good question that many people could be asking. On top of that remember Jamel Hill said that Joe Manchin was a white supremacist even though he was a Democratic senator from West Virginia because he would not support the voting rights bill or ending the filibuster. Well now that Stacey Abrams has come out in favor of Joe Manchin's proposals as it pertains to voting rights does that make Stacey Abrams also a white supremacist? I would love to hear from intellectual thought leader Jamel Hill on how she would square Stacey Abrams supporting white supremacy and Joe uh, Joe Manchin's 
voting rights bill. Of course no one is ever going to actually hold Jamel accountable for the stupidity of her commentary but it is really funny to think about. Remember Jamel Hill's own mom voted for white supremacist uh, Donald Trump which is funny in and of itself as well Uh, but the voting rights bill is uh, currently being debated. I'm sure we're going to talk about this quite a bit on Monday uh, as well as we begin to uh, to break down everything going forward in a larger context with the brand new radio show which by the way I cannot wait for this brand new radio show to be underway with, with Buck Sexton if you don't know if you've been hiding under a hill or you haven't been in for an Outkick show in a while uh, I will be with Buck Sexton in the Rush Limbaugh time slot the biggest radio launch in the history of the country noon Eastern on Monday Uh, encourage all of you to be listening in all 50 states on the hundreds of affiliate networks that we'll have. In the meantime uh, look erectile dysfunction affects over half of all men but it doesn't have to make you feel like half of a man. Since 2017 My Dr. Hank has been making America hard again. My Dr. Hank helps you get low-cost ED meds and overcome the psychological and emotional barriers to getting ED treatment. They secure your prescription and then ship it to you discreetly every month from U.S. pharmacies all for as low as $2 a pill. So don't wait. Join the movement to make America hard again. Go to MyDrHank.com slash Clay and sign up today. Tell Dr. Hank I sent you. He'll give you 50% off your first order. Uh, That's MyDrHank.com slash Clay. Offer available for only a limited time. A lot of the conversation I don't know how many of you saw this. Hell of a segue there from that ad to this. Victoria's Secret is changing their advertising and marketing campaign. Now, Victoria's Secret is getting crushed. Part of the issue is they have the malls and the stores in the malls and they've been closed for a long time and people have shifted their shopping online to a large extent. But if you remember Victoria's Secret historically they have uh, sort of marketed their campaign geared towards super sexy women, right? The Victoria's Secret catalog, the Victoria's Secret fashion show, supermodels wearing their lingerie has been the calling card of Victoria's Secret. And the marketing campaign is an interesting one. Do you want to sell sexiness to men and women or do you want to sell average women and I put average women in quotation marks to women and sort of take back some of the sex appeal associated with Victoria's Secret. It's a big marketing campaign decision. What I would focus on is this. It's amazing how many people who think America is awful continue to cash in in a massive degree with, uh, with American capitalistic institution. We've talked about Colin Kaepernick in the world of sports but how about Megan Rapino? Megan Rapino is now one of the faces of Victoria's Secret's new underwear campaign. Megan Rapino, like Colin Kaepernick has derided America as being an awful place. And I want to focus on Rapino in particular here because Rapino, in my opinion has totally whiffed on an opportunity to uplift American values and spread them around the world. Let me explain what I mean. Did you know that if you look at the Women's World Cup bracket challenge every year when it comes out and if you put the two countries side by side and pick a winner you can pick the winner of a Women's World Cup match almost exclusively just by figuring out how much freedom women have in the countries. A lot of people want to talk about hey how come U.S. women are so much better than U.S. men? It's because U.S. women have freedoms that most women around the world don't have. 
So men tend to have the ability to have their athletic excellence recognized even in countries where freedoms are not very pronounced. Women do not. So Megan Rapino had an opportunity on the national stage instead of insulting America she could have said hey if every country gave the same freedoms to their women that the United States of America did you would win more soccer games. We should be that shining example that city on the hill that perfect representation of equal rights for other countries around the world if you want your daughters if you want your wives if you want the women your granddaughters the women in your country to excel athletically then you need to give them the full on freedoms that men have. We have done that in the United States. And if you go look at the Women's World Cup all of the countries that dominate tend to be Western democracies that are providing basic human rights to all of their citizens male and female. Instead Megan Rapinoe refused to visit the White House she derided our entire country on the national stage and on the global stage and now she's cashing in massively by becoming one of the faces of the new Victoria's Secret campaign. Now again I'm a capitalist. I don't begrudge anybody making as much money off of their talents as they possibly can. In fact I want that to happen for everybody around the world. I want the entire world to have a market-based capitalistic economy. But isn't it amazing that some of the people who deride and insult American capitalism the most like Megan Rapinoe are cashing in the most? Can you think of any other country in the world where you can become fabulously wealthy by talking about how awful the country is and all of these companies just throw dollars at you like crazy? That to me is what is going on right now with Megan Rapinoe and Victoria's Secret. I think that is the story that is not getting as much attention. Naomi Osaka has withdrawn from Wimbledon. Uh, Naomi Osaka famously said hey I don't want to talk to the media and so she decided to withdraw from the French Open. She now is withdrawing from Wimbledon too. But interestingly she said she's looking forward to playing in the Olympics. So there's a little bit of a conflict going on here in terms of saying that your mental health doesn't allow you to compete at Wimbledon but a couple of weeks later you're going to be playing in the Olympics. There seems to be a conflict there to me. Now I am of the opinion that many of the athlete interactions with the media are totally and completely worthless. In other words I'm not sure that the athletes or the tennis association or these leagues gain very much from the questions that are asked on a daily basis of the athletes in post-game match and post-game press conferences. But I do find it fascinating that Naomi Osaka is not willing to play in Wimbledon but she's willing to play in the Olympics. There seems to be a clear conflict there and I'm curious how much attention if any will be paid to that conflict. Amazon is after Peyton Manning. I'm going to tell you about it in a moment but first I want to tell you about the X chair. I do my radio show from the X chair. I hang out and work from the X chair. I work all day long on a variety of different things products, jobs, 
in this X chair because it's the most comfortable chair I've ever sat in in my entire life. I love it. I've never had an office chair that looks or feels this good. Love the heat technology. Love the lumbar support. You can get hooked up as well. Four massage modes. Fast warming heat technology. All of this coming to you and right now you can get X chair on sale now for $100 off. You can go to xchairclay.com right now. That's the letter X chair clay C-L-A-Y dot com or call 1-844-4-X-CHAIR X-CHAIR has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort. You can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month. All you have to do is go to xchairclay that's the letter X chair clay my name all one word xchairclay.com use the code XWheels for free X-Wheel blade casters that is xchairclay.com Amazon is taking over Thursday night football a year from now. And do you know who they want potentially to be their combo? How about Al Michaels and Peyton Manning? That would be a pretty good combo. Thursday night football they want Al Michaels and they want Peyton Manning. I would love to see this combo. Peyton Manning is the great white whale of NFL analysts. They have offered him I hope to one day be in this position. They have offered Peyton Manning reportedly ESPN has other networks $20 million a year to call Monday Night Football games. And Peyton Manning has said thanks but no thanks. I hope at some point in my career to be so filthy rich that if somebody offers me $20 million to do something I can be like ah thanks but no thanks. I just want to keep doing the things that I do now. I don't feel a lot of pressure. I don't need your $20 million. That's rich. How many people out there in America do you think would turn down $20 million to do a job like call a football game who have some knowledge? I'm not sure there's any other athlete in the world that has played football that would turn down $20 million. That's how much money Peyton Manning made and that's how much he values his freedom and I respect him for having the wherewithal to be willing to do that but that is wild, right? I hope one day to be in the same position where I'm like ah $20 million nah you know what I don't really want to work anymore. How much money do you think you have to have to turn down a job paying you $20 million a year? $500 million? I mean I, I mean, it's an interesting question right? Because $20 million is a lot of money. How much do you have to have where another $20 million you're like ah it doesn't really make sense for me. You got to have half a billion dollars right? I hope one day to have half a billion dollars because I think that's the only way I could be like ah you know what I don't need another 20 million dollars. But I think that's the range you have to be worth in order to not be willing to do something for 20 million dollars. So props to Peyton Manning on being that rich. Uh, Suns in four. Remember the brawl that we saw from Denver uh, where the two uh, loser dudes tried to jump the Suns fans in the Suns fan in the Steve Nash jersey and uh, he gave him a beat down Video went viral. It's everywhere. Well, uh, he has now been tracked down by Devin Booker uh, the star of the Phoenix Suns as they await their uh, opponent in the Western Conference Finals. And Devin Booker has offered an autographed jersey and tickets to the Western Conference Finals to the Suns in four guy which is absolutely fantastic. If you haven't seen that video guys when we shared this snippet Uh, go ahead and put the Suns in four. I'm not look I am anti 
all fighting that goes on in the stands, right? I think it's stupid to get into a fist fight for any reason other than to try to protect your life or your family's life. Otherwise, unless you're being paid to fight, you shouldn't be in a fist fight, right? That's my position as a 42-year-old man. But when two guys jumped this guy and he gave him a beatdown in the arena and then after the beatdown he turns and he says Suns in four and then the Suns end up winning in four uh, I love that Devin Booker has tracked him down and that he is getting an autographed jersey and tickets. Uh, Also, finally, this is a big deal to my kids. I don't know what your kids play. My kids play Madden. They play MLB The Show. They play FIFA. They play Minecraft. They play uh, Fortnite. All right, those are the games that my kids over the last year or so have played somewhat regularly in our household. Madden is the obsession. They are obsessed with opening packs. I don't know if you guys do this where you pay a little bit of extra money and you basically get to open all these packs to see whether or not you can get quality players to add to your teams. Uh, They are obsessed with all of this and I hear about it a lot because dad's constantly being asked Dad, can we get this pack Can we go buy this? Can we get this player? All this stuff. Madden 22 I like the cover art here. They have gone with Patrick Mahomes and with Tom Brady. Those are your cover boys for Madden 22. They met in the Super Bowl. Uh, One day we'll see whether or not Patrick Mahomes is able to truly chase Tom Brady and end up being able to give a run at his 7 Super Bowl titles and his 10 Super Bowl appearances. Right now, Patrick Mahomes, very young, been to two Super Bowls, won one of them. If you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, you are going to have an embarrassment of riches in the years ahead. But right now, cover art, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. All right, I appreciate all of you. I've got television in 12 minutes. I got to go put on a a nice shirt. Got to put on a jacket. We'll be live at 4 Eastern, 3 Central, 2 Mountain, 1 Pacific. It'll be Fox Bet Live. Go ahead and flip your televisions over. We're giving you some gambling picks for the evening and also we'll continue to track the U.S. Open. In fact, let me go ahead and give you the latest on the U.S. Open. I think we still have uh, the same leaderboard. Kepka's come back one. He's now minus three. So is Rogers. Uh, so we will see what ends up happening down the stretch run here. Kepka through 13. Rogers through 14. Uh, as the U.S. Open is underway. Happy Thursday. Hope all of you have a great day. Come watch us on television here in 10 minutes. I am Clay Travis and this has been Outkick the Show. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP.